فؤادك الايام فتا فصل إذا عرفت هذه الأصول فاعلم أن الله تعالى جعل العبادة له أنواع um, The Sheikh رحمه الله after he had solidified and elaborated and explained to you uh, the قواعد and the أصول in which you need when the Sheikh رحمه الله he mentioned it الإمام الصنعاني رحمه الله the أصول he moved on to what? to clarify some units, some fusul. And the first fusul, the first unit is what? Anwa'ul ibadah, the types of ibadah there are. Brothers and sisters, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah defined the word ibadah. And he mentioned some of its types in his great book, Al-Ubudiyyah. Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, he wrote a whole book on ibadah. The sixth, the sixth page, uh, the first page rather, uh, but it falls on the sixth page after you count it. It falls on the sixth page, but that's where the book starts from. Uh, he defined ibadah as what? As as the, as follow. Inshallah ta'ala. All of this is his speech. He said al ibadatu. Ibadah is ism here ismun jami'un li kulli ma yuhibbu Allah wa yarda min al aqwali wal a'mal al batinati wal zahirati. Ibn Taymiyyah said that ibadah is a general term. For everything which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and is pleased with. In terms of speech and in terms of action, that which is apparent and that which is, inter uh, that which is external and that which is internal. And then he gives examples. فَالصَّلَاةُ وَالزَّكَاةُ وَالصِّيَامُ وَالْحَجُّ وَالصِّدْقُ الْحَدِيثِ Salah, zakat, fasting, hajj, sidqul hadith, being truthful in your speech. وَأَدَاءُ الْأَمَانَةِ Giving back people's amana they gave to you. وَبِرُّ الْوَالِدَيْنِ Obedient towards your parents. وَصِلَةُ الْأَرْحَامِ Keeping the ties of kinship. وَفَاءُ بِالْعُهُودِ Fulfilling the promises that you make. وَالْأَمْرُ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Calling to the good. وَالنَّهِيُ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ Prohibiting the evil. وَالْجِهَادُ لِلْكُفَّارِ وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ Fighting against the disbelievers and the hypocrites. وَالْإِحْسَانِ إِلَى الْجَارِ Being good and kind towards the neighbors. وَالْيَتِيمِ The orphan. The miskin also. The Ibn al-Sabila and the human beings which are your slaves. Wal dua, supplication. Wal dhikr, the remembrance of Allah. Wal qiraatu, recitation of the Quran. Wa amthalu dhalika min al-ibadah. And the likes of this are from ibadah. Wa kathalika also. Hubbullahi, the love of Allah. Wa rasulihi and his messenger. Is also from ibadah. Wa khashyatillah, fear of Allah. Wa inabati ilay, coming back to Allah. Is a form of ibadah. Wa ikhlasu dini lahu. Sincerity in the religion is a ibadah. وَالصَّبْرُ لِحُكْمِهِ Being patient on Allah's just judgment is also a form of ibadah. وَالشُّكْرِ لِنِعَمِهِ Also, having gratitude to the blessings which Allah has bestowed you again is a form of ibadah. وَالرِّضَى بِقَضَائِهِ To be pleased with what Allah has judged. وَالتَّوَكُّلِ عَلَيْهِ Relying on Him. وَالرَّجَاءُ لِرَحْمَتِهِ Hoping for His mercy. وَالْخَوْفِ مِنْ عَذَابِهِمْ Fearing His punishment. وَأَمْثَالُ ذَلِكَ هِيَ مِنَ الْعِبَادَاتِ لِلَّهِ And the likes of this are ibadat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. وَذَلِكَ أَنْ that it is. أَنَّ الْعِبَادَةَ لِلَّهِ عِبَادَةَ Its final goal is وَذَلِكَ أَنَّ الْعِبَادَةَ لِلَّهِ هِيَ الْغَايَةَ Sorry. عِبَادَةَ of Allah is the aim and objective of our existence. الْمَحْبُوبَةِ لَهُ 
That which is loved for it, for it and that which is pleased for it. Allah created the creation for it. As Allah said, I did not create jinn nor ins except to worship me. Surah Zariyat, Ayah 56. The whole of the religion falls under ibadah. The word deen, it consists in it, the meaning humiliating yourself, putting yourself low. It is said, ah. I humiliated it and it became humiliated. When you say, when you say that, it means, humiliates and puts himself down for Allah. Allah Allah's religion. Ibadatu is to worship. Wata'atu is to obey him. and is to humiliate yourself for Allah. So the Shaykh Rahimahullah Ibn Taymiyyah explains to us that the ibadah is a very comprehensive term. A lot of us think ibadah is what? Salah, sakat, hajj, sawm, fakat. No. Ibadah, as he said, isnun jami'un likulli ma yuhibbuhullah wa yardah min al-aqwali wal-a'mal al-zahirati wal-batila. It's a general term. A lot of things fall under it. So, because of that, the word worship is not the right uh, explanation or the right translation for the word ibadah, as it's more comprehensive than it. Now, so the author, rahimahullah, here, he's going to now categorize them into a very good categorization that the ibadah is. Now, وذلك أن يعتقد أنه الرب الواحد الأحد الذي بيده الخلق والأمر الخلق الخلق والأمر وب وبيده النفع والضر وأنه الذي لا شريك له ولا يشفع عنده أحد إلا بإذنه وأنه لا معبود بحق غيره the first type is i'tiqadiyya, the ibadah, which is ibadatu qalbin, the ibadah of the heart. It's called ibadah, it's called ibadatu i'tiqadiyya. Are you with me? And this one, <coughs> it falls under many types of them. From them is. Uh, uh, Certainty, al-yaqeen, khawf, al-raja, al-hub, al-khashya, al-inaba. They all fall under what? Ibadah, i'tiqadiyya in your heart. So al-yaqeen, al-khawf, al-raja, al-hub, al-khashya, al-inaba. All of those are what? Ibadatun i'tiqadiyya. The Shaykh Rahimahullah, but he said the asas, the foundation of all of the ibadat is the one of the heart. That's the asas. That's the foundation. And that is, that Allah is one Rabb. Al-Ahad, alladhi lahu al-khalqu wal-amr. Creation is for him. He creates alone. Wal-amr, affairs are only for him. In his hand is what? In his hand is good. He can bring good. Wal-dhurru, harm. He's the only one who can bring harm to you. And he is the one who has no partners in that. And nobody intercedes 
beside him except with the permission of Allah. And that there is none worthy of worship except him. And other than that, which is from which is necessitated by way of Necessitated, it has to come. So the Shaykh here, Rahimahullah, he's mentioning the first one, which is the foundation. He's then going to move on to the next one, which is the next time of, type of ibadah. Hey? The second one is lafdhiyya, utterance. Ibadah, which is now utterance. Naam. Wahiya nutku. here the Sheikh has mentioned to you there's another second ibadah which is called ibadatun lafdiyatun, the ibadah of wording. The wording. What is this one? It is to pronounce the word la ilaha illallah. It's to say it. The Sheikh says, anybody who believes in la ilaha illallah in his heart. You see? But he doesn't want to utter it. His blood and his wealth are not sacred. They're not protected. He's still not treated like a Muslim whose blood is protected. His wealth is also protected. And this person is like Iblis. His kufr is like the kufr of Iblis. Did Iblis believe in his heart? The Tawheed? Ah, he did. Rather, Iblis affirmed all of this. As we, have trans as, we, as we have transmitted and we mentioned previously, he said, except except he did not follow. He didn't follow. He didn't adhere to what? Allah's command. He didn't adhere to it. By doing what? By prostrating. He didn't. Ah. He became a kafir. What type of kufr is this referred to? It's called kufru iba'i wa stikbar. Kufr are five types. The kufr are five types. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, he mentions it in his great noble book, Hukmu Tariq al-Salah. The first who abandons the prayer. His book, Al-Kitab al-Salah, where he talks about the hukm of the Tariq al-Salah, the first who abandons the prayer. He mentions that the kufr is of those types. Every kufr will fall under one of them. The first one is what? The, the, the one he, sorry, the, we're not going to mention them here. But we're just going to mention one of them, which is kufru iba'i wa stikbar. Which is the kufr uh, of refusing and being arrogant. Which is that the person, he affirms Allah's existence, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he knows Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, is able to do everything. Alone. Um, and he also knows that Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, is the only one who can make things happen for him. He knows that. But then even then, even then he disbelieves in it. Rather that person, he is from what? Rather that person becomes from the heads and the leaders of the kuffar. Because that person was arrogant and he refused 
فكفر كفر إباء واستكبار his كفر is called كفر إباء واستكبار that's what it's called أقرب بالتوحيد كما مرة the person affirms the توحيد الإزهاد إلا أنه لم يمتثل أمر الله بالسجود فكفر نعم and he refuses to follow the command of Allah in this regard he becomes a kafir so it's not enough to say I believe it in my what heart but there's something you have to realize if there is a excuse why the person can't utter it because he is mute Huh? He's mute or something. The ruling differs here right now. We're talking about somebody who's able to do it. Naam. وَمَنْ نَطَقَ بِهَا وَلَمْ يَعْتَقِدْ وَمَنْ نَطَقَ بِهَا That is going back to the kalimah to tawheed. And the author is trying to say anyone who utters La ilaha illallah but he doesn't believe in it. حُقِنَ مَالُهُ وَدَمُهُ His blood and his wealth is sacred from us. وَحِسَابُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَحُكْمُهُ حُكْمُ الْمُنَافِقِينَ His judgment is with Allah. But he's ruling to Allah and he's a munafiq. He's a munafiq. He يُظْهِرُ الْإِسْلَامَةِ He says, أَشَدُوا لَا إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمْ عَبْدِ الرَّسُولَ He prays with the Muslim. In his heart like it. He's a munafiq. Is he a Muslim? No, he's a kafir. But because we can't see that what's in his heart, and we weren't sent out to check what's in people's heart, that's not our job. We judge him by the apparent. We judge him by what we see right now, which is the Islam that he's just shown us. He told us, I'm a Muslim. We judge him by the statement of his. Like he's ruling, he's a munafiq. What does La ilaha illallah give you? Brothers, the ulama, they said something very powerful. La ilaha illallah, even look. Billahi alaykum, the munafiq. The munafiq. La ilaha illallah even benefited him. Why? How did it benefit him? His blood and his wealth is sacred for him. And nobody's going to... Judge him what's in his heart. Nobody's allowed to. We judge him by the apparent. He prays with us, we're the Muslims. He fasts, he's a Muslim with us. Uh, but he's a munafiq. In reality, he's a munafiq. Uh, he's a. Then munafiq here is munafiq, which is asli, pure munafiq. Uh, he's a pure munafiq. And he's with his shaykh the day of judgment, Abdullah ibn Ubay. Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salal. Ibn Salul. Naam. Wa minha badaniya kal qiyami wal ruku'i wal sujoodi fi salah. There's another type of ibadah. This is the third type now. There's called ibadatun badaniya. Ibadah, which is the body now. It's the physical one now. It's the one that the person stands up. He does ruku', he does sujood in the salah. This is called what? Ibadatun badaniya. It's the physical ibadah. Ta'am. Wa minha as-sawmu wal af'alu al-hajji wa al-tawaf. From it is what? As-sawmu wa af'alu al-hajji wa al-tawaf. And the actions of hajj and tawaf. These are from the actions. They're from the what? They are from the badaniya. The physical actions which you have to do. Ta'am. وَمَالِيَّةً And a wealth one now. This is the fourth one, right? This is the fourth one. عبادة which is مَالِيَّة, wealth. نعم. كَإِخْرَاجِ جُزْءٍ مِنَ الْمَالِ مَالِ امْتِثَالًا لِمَا أَمَرَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ بِهِ Giving out what? Giving out a portion. كَإِخْرَاجِ to give out. جزئم أي portion من المال from the wealth why امتثالا لما أمر الله تعالى به by adhering to that which Allah تبارك وتعالى had commanded you 
So zakat is. Hajj, by the way, falls under both. Hajj is not just badaniya. Hajj is badaniya and maliyah. You pay money as well in order to go to hajj. Naam. وَأَنْوَاعُ الْوَاجِبَاتِ الْمُنْدُوبَاتِ وَالْمَنْدُوبَاتِ وَالْمَنْدُوبَاتِ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَبْدَانِ وَالْأَفْعَالِ وَالْأَفْعَالِ وَالْأَقْوَالِ كَثِيرًا لَكِنَّ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّهَاتُهَا The types of obligatory and the recommended in wealth and in your physical, your body and your actions and your speech are a lot. Meaning, the types of ibadat which I just mentioned, which is i'tiqadiyya and lafziyya and badaniyya and maliyya, he said, those which are wajib and those which are mandub are what? They are a lot. But these are from the what? These are from the ummahatuha. They are from the what? Ummahatuha. They're from the most, um, the most powerfulest, the greatest ones, the most common ones that the people know. They are more like the mother ones. Now. At this point, brothers, we have to realize that Allah Ta'ala, He sent the messengers, prophets, we said this before, from the first one of them to the last one, to call the people, those ibadat, those, who were, those that which were mentioned, or others which weren't mentioned that fall under those typings, from all the prophets they commanded their ummah, from the first, Nuh salam, to the last, to Nabiullah Muhammad, all of them, to single Allah Ta'ala in ibadah. And they weren't sent down to affirm for Allah that He was their creator. Not at all. Allah didn't send the messengers for that purpose. But Allah He sent them for what reason? They were sent down to say to the people, this ibadah that you've now all inshallah understood now, and you have an understanding of that ibadah, whether it is i'tiqadiyah, whether it's lafziyah, whether it's badaniyah, whether it's maliyah, any one of them, wajiban, or mubahan, or manduban, whichever it falls under, that they should not be diverted for other than Allah. And that Allah should be the qasad, the intention. It should be done for him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one should be, nobody should what? No one should he be shared with this action in with. No one should we do it with Allah tabarak wa ta'ala by sharing it with Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in that action that we're doing. Um... So it's important that you understand the what? Two things, brothers, from this point. First thing you need to understand is the dispute that occurred between the prophets and their ummah. What was it based on? And what were they arguing about? And why did the battle take place between the prophet and Quraysh? And why were they taking them as spoils of war? And why were they uh, boycotting them? Why did everything happen? Why did Nabiullahi Lut and Nabiullahi Nuh and Nabiullahi Musa and Nabiullahi Isa and Nabiullahi Yusuf and Sulaiman and all of those which we mentioned, why were they all arguing with their nations? Why were they calling their nation? What was the Mahalul Niza? What was the dispute that was taking place? What was it? Once you understand it, and you have an understanding, with the second point in place, which is what is Ibadah? Having a good understanding of what Ibadah is. The real meaning of ibadah. And that the ibadah is those types that we mentioned. Whether it's i'tiqadiyah, or whether it's what? Lafziyah, or whether it's a badaniyah, or maliyah, that none of them, wajiban, or manduban, or ghayra dhalik, you do not divert it for other than Allah. Your tawheed will be very good. Now, that is important that the student of knowledge, 
and the Muslim who believes in Allah on the Day of Judgment should understand. And that is what the Shaykh so far has summarized for us to this, this, to this particular point that we're at. Aya? Aqulu Wa'idha taqarat hadihil Wa'idha taqarrarat Wa'idha taqarrarat hadihil usul fa'alam So the Shaykh is saying, if that which I've mentioned has solidified it with you, وَإِذَا تَقَرَّرَتْ هَذِهِ الْأُمُورِ أَمَ هَذِهِ الْأُصُولِ These matters which I have mentioned to you, if they are now present in your brain, you have now digested this information, you've understood what? You've understood the dispute that occurred between the Rusul uh, and their nations, and you've also understood ibadah and its types and its anwa'. Then Sheikh is going to say, فَعَلَمْ no. فَعَلَمْ <coughs> أن الله تعالى بعث الرسل والأنبياء عليهم الصلاة والسلام من أولهم إلى آخرهم يدعون العبادة إلى إفراد الله تعالى بالعبادة لا إلى إثبات أنه خلقهم ونحوه إذ هم مقرون بذلك كما قرر قرر كررناه وكررناه ولذا قالوا أجئتنا لنعبد الله وحده. The Sheikh say رحمه الله. If that which I have mentioned has solidified itself in your mind and you've digested it, فعلم نو أن الله تعالى بعث الأنبياء. Allah sent messengers, prophets. عليهم الصلاة والسلام. From the first of them to the last one of them, calling their nation to single Allah in worship. They la ila ithbati anahu khalaqahum wa nahuhi. Not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be what? Creation should be affirmed for him. Not that. Not that. Idhum muqirruna bidari. Rather they were affirming that already. Kama karrarnahu. The Sheikh said we already mentioned this as well. Wa karrarnahu. We also repeated it. Walida qalu. And because of what their prophets were calling them to, they said to their prophets, have you guys come to us? To worship Allah alone? Is that why you guys came to us? Is that the purpose you came to us for? Meaning, what does it mean? To single him in ibadah. That's what it means. It means. To single Allah wa ta'ala in ibadah. That's what they meant. What is it say? And that Allah wa ta'ala is specific to this ibadah besides your idols that you worship. فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُوا إِلَّا طَلَبَ الرُّسُلِ مِنْهُمْ إِفْرَادَ الْعِبَادَةِ اللَّهِ فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُوا They didn't reject that their prophets were what? فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُوا إِلَّا طَلَبَ الرُّسُلِ مِنْهُمْ إِفْرَادَ اللَّهِ إِفْرَادَ الْعِبَادَةِ لِلَّهِ فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُوا They did not reject the request of their messengers to single Allah in worship. They didn't say that that's not what you guys are calling us to. فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُوا فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى وَلَمْ يُنْكِرُ أَكِيدْ فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُ فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُ فَلَمْ يُنْكِرُ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى and they did not reject Allah تبارك وتعالى 
ولا أنه لا يعبد بل أقروا بأنه يعبد ولا قالوا أن يدين السيء أنه لا يعبد الحمد لله يهديكم الله ويصلح بالكم ولا قالوا أن يدين السيء أنه لا يعبد الله إذن واشبت لأنه سيدات وأنكروا كونه سوري بل أقروا بأنه يعبد rather they affirmed Allah تبارك وتعالى is the one that's worshipped وأنكروا كونه يفرد بالعبادة but what they rejected was that he should be singled in عبادة فعبدوا مع الله فعبدوا مع الله تعالى غيره so they worshipped with Allah other than him وأشركوا معه سواه and they associated partners with him in other than that واتخذوا له أندادا and they took with him need something they made equal to Allah كما قال تعالى as Allah said فلا تجعلوا لله أندادا وأنتم وأنتم تعلمون فلا تجعلوا لله أندادا do not make idols do not take فلا تجعلوا لله do not take with Allah أندادا do not take with Allah تبارك وتعالى أنداد أيوذ مي نعم don't take it وأنتم تعلمون you guys what and will you guys know here there is a question that can arise that can be asked Allah is saying فلا تجعلوا do not take besides Allah I need something you make equal to Allah وأنتم تعلمون and you guys know know what أنه لا ند له Allah hasn't got anything equal to him you know that this ayah can we take a formal مخالفه from it are you with me? Can we take a mafum al-mukhalafa, a reverse understanding, which is to say that you can take out besides Allah a nid if you don't know? Can we say that? Nope. The reason why we can't say it is it's called mustahil uh, al It's impossible for that to happen, that we don't believe Allah is the one he doesn't have. Uh, we don't. It's impossible for it to happen that a person does not believe uh, he doesn't know, sorry, that Allah doesn't have no need. He can't reject it. It's impossible. The fitrah is always present. And that shows you that the fitrah is what knows. The person can try to do what? He can become arrogant and hard-headed if he wants to. Uh, and that is the which that the ulama explain, يُسَبِّحُ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ Allah is exalted by everything that's in the heavens and the earth. How we know people who don't even never, never exalt Allah. Never. How, how is that going to work? يُسَبِّحُ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ Everything in the Sabawat exalt Allah. Everything. Everything. So if we say this kafir who doesn't believe in Allah, even Allah's existence, how is he exalted Allah? The ulama they say, he doesn't exalt Allah personally, like in his body does. Whenever you look at him, you say, SubhanAllah, Allah created this individual. Wow. His body reminds you of Allah. And the quwa and the qudrah of Allah. So he, you see, his body does. And his existence, whether he tries to reject it and refuse it or not. Hey?